Welcome back to another episode of the Wicked Stepmom Podcast. My name is Jenna Garcia, and I'll be your host. We were talking, we stand in front of you and pull my shorts down. That was recording. <laughs> Real life here. Um, I was just being told how hot I am and desirable. <laughs> Desirable is the term I would use. Um, so this episode is going to be about the difference between our two 14 year olds because teenagers can be rough sometimes. They're, um, they're what, a month apart? They're exactly one month apart, October 5th, November 5th. So they'll be 15 this fall. Yeah. Um, but just like the difference in in their other parents and the difference that their other parents play in the life that they live in the roles that they fill. I don't know well, and how they react. I mean, yeah. How they react to certain things. I don't know. Even like how they react to us, their relationship with us. Cause yeah. Okay. So I guess we'll just dive right in. It's a little bit rough cause this isn't, supposed to be any kind of comparing them to compare them for you know like we're not rating them or something right. like we, that we love them both it's the relationship that we have with each of them is different and the reason for that is based solely on the child's personality and also their bio parents what they're being fed yeah um it's a stark contrast because the two you know, one has a bio dad, one has a bio mom. Girl has bio mom, boy has bio dad. And uh, it's hard to come to terms with the other parents on a lot of topics, but this one with these two children specifically, one succeeded in what they were trying to do, and one is, I feel, not succeeding in what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. It's like backfiring. Yeah. Yeah. But that's also on the kid to kind of realize and accept. So they're both being fed Kool-Aid. One of them drank it and 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 bought it. So that's what we're talking about. Yeah. With, with the personalities, not everything. Yeah. So I think I did a Matthew episode recently where I discussed, you know, the str- struggles that I've had with him um, and you know, the things that his dad has said and all of that. And still does. And still does. Um, And he says it to Ryan too. The difference is that Ryan doesn't like it. Yeah. Ryan prefers it here. Ryan knows like one of the most recent ones is I'm a shitty mom. And what was the other thing? The H word. Oh yes. I'm a, I'm a whore. It starts with an H and ends with an R is what Ryan told me. And so I told him like, well, do you think I'm a shitty mom? And he's like, no. Okay. Well, a whore is someone that sleeps with more than one man is what I told him. I said, how many men do I sleep with? And he's like, just TJ. And I'm like, okay, so am I a whore? And he's like, no. I'm like, okay, there we go. Like done. <laughs> it's that simple. But it's, just, um, it's fucking something ugly for him to have to be here to hear. He's, he's nine. Yeah. It's not that we're anybody's trying to hide the world's truth from this kid. But a nine-year-old probably doesn't need to be told your shitty mother is a whore. Mm-hmm. When everybody in the situation, even the person speaking those words, knows that's not true. Mm-hmm. But when you're trying to sway somebody in your favor, it's easier to go negative because who believes positive unless they see it, right? Right. You believe negative gossip about somebody without having seen anything. Yes. Yep, exactly. I don't know. I just think that um, it... Ryan's always been more my personality type and he's always gravitated towards our household. So I think for him, it's easier to, plus he's a mama's boy. So I think it's easier for him to think like, my mom's not a bad mom. I love my mom. She's awesome. He knows he's being lied to. He just doesn't really understand the concept of you've probably been lied to a lot. Yeah. And he's young enough too that like, he doesn't know how to speak up and, and say anything about it, you know, if he were to like, no, my mom's not a shitty mom. She's a great mom. He's not old enough, bold enough 
strong enough, you know, to say that just well, yet. He still knows the truth. Yeah. Um, that's all that matters to me. His brother, on the other hand, believed that from day one. Yep. And Every was word. fed it from day one. And he doesn't live here anymore because of how he perceives the world and uh, does oh. not respect what this world has actually provided him. Because uh, he'd rather just believe and be like the person who's feeding him the shit. Yeah. But it's just like... Um, There's no way we're smarter than that. Right. He thinks we're fucking stupid. Well... funny. And just the disrespect that he has for us and our household. Mm, it's just you. Well, mostly me. Yeah, you're right. But um, without taking into consideration at all that like I was the sole provider for him as a child in all my years married to his dad. I always, right. I always carried the health insurance because his dad never had a job. And when he did, he didn't want to pay for the health insurance. Like I've done all of these things for him. I've scheduled his annual physicals. I've made sure he got you know, his immunizations on time. Fucking glasses and contacts. Yeah. Glasses and contacts. I even sent my ex like emailed copies of the, um, receipts still have yet to see a dime. He's supposed to pay 45% of that. Yeah, we, we've never seen a penny from that. Right. But I'm also not going to fight him on it because he's had Matthew, you know, primarily this whole time, but it just wasn't, good for Matthew to be here the way he was treating me and nope. the other kids. And it just was overall not worth it. Yeah. His dad created a perfect clone, but a much younger and angrier and more volatile version. Mm -hmm. So, uh, that's how that went. Yeah. Like and verbally combative with me physically coming at you hundred percent of the time. Uh, no matter what you say, he will tell you you're wrong and the opposite is true. Mm hmm. No matter what, I'm not even, I'm, I'm not even exaggerating. No, even then, like, um, not to get political, but he wanted the, um, the COVID vaccine. And I asked him like, have you done your research? Yeah. Are you aware of the, yeah. Do you know the risks? Side effects. Yeah. Side yeah. effects. Um, uh, and then I also said, you know, there are a few different there's ones three that are i think three that are authorized here and there's one that's not yet authorized there's several yeah and so i said all. do you know which one you want he's like i'm not gonna do this with you right now oh i'm sorry really what, like homework because he also doesn't do actual homework right because he just wanted it because his dad wants him to have it well <laughs> i don't know it's no reason dumb. he's he's a healthy 14 year old right so, <clears throat> anyway so that on top of right. eight, eight million other things. But then who takes him to get it on the day that his dad doesn't work? Yeah. His dad stayed at home, like in bed so that you could take him right. to get this thing that he actually doesn't understand, but whatever. It's free. So it's not like you need somebody's insurance to get it. You need parental permission, but. Right. But his dad wouldn't take him. He texts me and asked me to take yep. him. Because he wanted to sleep all day. Right. Day off. Anyways, so then like reversing to the Izzy side of things, like we have a great, open, honest relationship with her. That's not, it's not always been that way. No, it's uh, not. We've worked hard. Very recently, we, we put a lot of effort into it because she's been much more honest with us, which is super great. She's asked questions. She trusts that what we are saying is honest because some things we have proof, you know, like my mom says you don't pay for my braces well here's my venmo what's it called or transaction transaction history or you, right you never paid a dime in child support i'm like it's 52 bucks a month you're probably never going to see that anyway yeah yeah do you want to see the the record of that and she's like no um but is it's just so different with her like she sees these things she asks questions she we also answer her very honestly yeah and not, she's very inquisitive not, not like uh we don't exaggerate. We're not like no. brutal or mm -mm. dumb about it. It's no, it's very clinical, factual. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm trying to think of a good example, but I mean, I guess really just that you know. Well, my mom says that you guys don't pay for any of my dental stuff, and I'm like, okay, well, like it Pull flat out says the receipts on my Venmo. It's like our half of Izzy's braces, July. 
hour half Izzy's braces August. <laughs> like every month. Yeah. For same, how many years? Same payment for years. And she's like, oh, so she was lying. Like, yeah, you're going to either back away from this rabbit hole or we'll go down it right now. Yeah. So she chose to go down it. Yeah, she did. So now she knows a lot more of that kind of stuff. Provable. Um, which creates a conflict in her. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it would create a conflict in any kid and realizing you're not a huge piece of shit and she was lying. Then the question comes up, well, why would she do that? And all, all we can say is, don't know. Yeah. Honestly, well, don't know why she would lie to you like that because it benefits nobody. Yeah, and that came <laughs> up when... It benefits no one. When she gave us the wrong address to go for Izzy's driver's ed. Yeah, so this was two weeks ago. And Izzy goes... She goes, well, why would my mom give us the wrong address? I said, I don't know, honey, but we figured it out and I got her there. But like, what am I supposed to say? Your mom's a fucking idiot and believes everything Google says. She doesn't read. I mean, I don't know. Make phone calls or answer phone calls. Yeah. And then another thing happened on Izzy's last drive. The instructor asked me, she was like, um, she was like, do you have the, what did she call it? The six hour observation Mm -hmm. sheet. There's a a form that has to be filled out before she can get her permit at the end of this whole first process. Yeah. Saying that she observed, you know, her parents driving for six hours, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I said, I didn't know about it. I said, her mom does, you know, has scheduled all of this and I just bring her here as I'm told. Didn't know you needed paperwork. Right. So she's like, oh, well, I'll go and print you one real quick. I'm like, thank you so much. So this is Izzy's last ride. So I literally have two hours to fill this paper out. out. Right. Which is, it was easy. Thank goodness. But at the same time, it's like, even before Izzy's first drive, I'm like asking Cammy, I'm like, does is there she anything else need we require? anything? Does she need identification? Right. Are there any other forms to fill out? This Do is, I need to grab her birth certificate? This is in text messages, mind you. Right. Nope. We good. Yeah. So, well, she didn't know. So she gave me her military ID mm-hmm. just in, in case. case. Right. Because I'm smart. So um, anyways, I filled out this um, this form where you calculate the time and the mileage and from where to where. So I did like the last few things where Izzy would have been in the car, mm-hmm. like when they went to Cascade and they came back with their mom, calculated the mileage, like did all of this research. It's just stupid shit. Anyways, but it was good for Izzy to see that. Oh, like my mom, again, dropped the ball, didn't get you this fucking paperwork, and now you're filling this out while I'm driving, doing it for me. Oh, and then, side note, we found out yesterday, Izzy's supposed to be leaving for Seattle next Friday. Oh, yeah, Izzy's like, has my mom said anything to you about Seattle? And I'm like, no. And she just like looks at me and like rolls her eyes. Like, of course she didn't. Of course she didn't. Right. And I said, is, I said, I don't know what to tell you, honey. Like, we don't know about these things until you guys tell us. So the best thing that I can tell you is when your mom says these things to you, like text or call me so that we know and we can keep track of it. Well, then Izzy was too scared to ask her mom about it. So I text her and I was like, hey, Izzy mentioned something about Seattle when is this? And I thought for sure it was going to be on our weekend with the kids, but it wasn't. So that was a nice surprise. Um, but she texts back and she said like, she leaves next Friday at, at five is when the plane leaves. So I tell Izzy that. And I said, so, you know, that's on our time. Cause usually we do a six thirty PM pickup on Fridays and Izzy's like, well, if we don't plan it, it's all on our time. Right. So I told Izzy, I said, so if dad and I say no to this because it interferes with our time with you, then who's the asshole? And she's like, you guys. And And I was like, and why? Because she made you look like that. She did it. And I'm like, okay. Proud girl. Right. I said, so if we say no to you, we're the assholes. But if we say yes, then we're just giving into this behavior basically you're acknowledging that it's all right yeah and is he like i could tell that she was like really disappointed in her mom and she understands she understands a lot now yeah she understands where we're coming from with all of this how much we're not told as opposed to 
how much we are informed of and dismiss or deny. Well, and she then, just thought we were always denying it. Right. Cause that's what she's been told. Your dad says no. Jenna says no. Um, and then she tells me, she's like, I just wanted to tell you that we're going white water rafting this weekend. I'm like, okay. Got canceled. Like, it did. Mm -hmm. Before they left, I asked Izzy, I'm like, what are you guys doing this weekend? She's like, we were supposed to go white water rafting, but it got canceled. Oh, okay. I'm uh, actually assuming because of water levels and fire Weather, danger. Yeah. Right. So that's probably not out of the realm of possibility, but I'm not that's something she would have told her. Yeah. I'm not sad about it because, because I don't trust Kenny with Well, otherwise she wouldn't, water. Have, she would have been uh, pressing harder to pick them up earlier. Mm, that's true. She knew it was canceled days ago. Anyway. So Izzy told me that and I'm like, well, there's a lot of reasons logical legitimate reasons that that would be a thing so you know i'm cool with that I, I, not like we could argue about it if you had gone but because izzy's a super good swimmer izzy is yes but like zoe's zoe's even a good swimmer i think gabe's probably the weakest of them but but the, i just you worry. have to wear a jacket on a, yes. on a whitewater raft yeah and i told zoe that when i was painting her nails i said I said, I'm excited for you to go whitewater rafting with your mom, even though that's a fucking lie. Really, I'm worried shitless. Well, compared to the last but, two times we saw her in the water with them and we're pulling them out. Right. Um, but I told her, I said, you know, I want you to be safe. So make sure you always wear your life vest because I can't tell Cammie like, hey, make sure that they don't fucking drown. Because, yeah, we will. Right. Thanks, Shakira Doubtfire. As we're feeding them alcohol. Fucking retards. Um. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know what else. So the differences in the in the two kids, I actually thought about it just a few days ago because uh, Matthew should be doing driver's ed too. Oh yes, but he won't um, because his dad told him insurance is going to cost him four hundred dollars a month just to insure him, which is a lie. Mm -hmm. Unless both of them got two DUIs apiece, that's a lie. Right. In which case, nobody would insure you. But so. Now he's just not going to do that till he's like 16. And that's about when he'll think about getting a job. Well, because so I told, he can afford it. I told him, I said, um, you know, I'll pay for half of your driver's training if your dad is willing to pay the other half. And he's like, well, what if my dad doesn't want to pay the other half? What What if I paid it? And I said, that's fine. Either way it gets paid. Yeah. Um, and then you know we're talking about it later and he's like yeah you know i just can't take driver's ed yet because my dad says insurance is going to be 400 a month and i said no it's not i said that's not, not at all not even close and he's like well i can't um can't pay for it myself and i said well did you ever turn in that application to that car wash and he's like no because school's excuse gonna excuse. yeah school's gonna start soon i'm like well you have a whole month well, yeah, but then when school starts, I have to focus on my grades so that I have good grades so that our entrance doesn't cost so much. For the first time in four years. And I'm like, okay. I said, I can see that, but you can still work, you know, a couple hours a day or just work on the weekends. Any old part-time like, job will do. Yeah, and I'm trying to be supportive and encouraging. And every time I say something, he comes back with why he can't do it. Why he or, cannot do it. Yeah. And I was just like, I just stopped talking because I'm like trying to talk with him about something and he's on his phone, just fucking texting on Instagram, whatever. I was like, exhausting talking to that kid. I was so negative. I stopped talking. I was done. I can't, I can't do that. So you've been lied to enough that he's just convinced it's the easiest way to go through life is to just not do anything Yeah, because it won't happen because grandma will pay for everything. Well, he knows she will, <laughs> but the reason that came up is because, uh, well, it started, I think a week, a week or two ago and, uh, their dad's Camry, like he, he, he blew the engine in this Camry, which was supposed to be Matthews just a couple weeks ago because he's never checked or changed the oil. So, you know, seized engine. And uh, they got stuck up in a, what, a cafe um, by Whitebird for a few hours until, like, help in a tow truck got there. So now that car's gone. Instead of, you know, I don't know researching and uh, doing an engine swap, which I could do in hours in my garage, they just decided to shit-can the car 
and then their only other vehicle was a truck, which needs a whole bunch of other repair work. So he had to get that thing up and running. And now Matthew has no actual car to drive. So now he's like, fuck it. I don't have a car and insurance expense. I don't want to do any of this. So he's just going to scooter around until he's an adult. Well, and then also to piggyback on that, Ryan doesn't get a Christmas because the truck is going to Ryan does not. Santa is not coming this Christmas because the truck costs too much to fix. Good strangle him. (laughs) They told the the nine-year-old. Right. He told us to the nine-year-old. Anyway, so one is cool with doing nothing because everything's too hard and everything's against you. And the other one was told, uh, you're not getting Christmas because I'm a piece of shit and blew one of my engines and fucked up my other vehicle. Yeah, and I'd rather drink a bunch of Twisted Teas and leave them on the coffee table as proof that I'm blowing my money instead of providing a half halfway Christmas for my kids. He could spend a hundred bucks on Christmas. This guy was handed, <laughs> handed, given to him a hybrid Camry. Pretty low maintenance vehicle. As long as you take care of it, regular oil changes. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. Tires. Mm-hmm. He shit cans an engine in this fucking car. Yeah. A swap I could do in five to six hours by myself in my garage. But, and they just shit can the whole car. But also like the way that you know Cammy and you can call these things with her, I can do that with Bobby. Mm-hmm. I bet money that that car has not had an oil changed since, since he it, got it. Yeah, exactly. Years ago. Yep. But hey, I would bet money on it. They had to stay with the car because when the tow truck came, they had to pull out the uh, the subs and the stereo equipment. Oh <laughs> yeah. One thing that I did like was he actually texted me to let me know because I was like, Yeah, yeah, well. Like, I'll go pick up Ryan. You can sit here at this gas station, but I'll go get Ryan. Anywho, um, and weirdly enough, uh, Izzy's mom, just within the past (laughs) week, like, something failed on her new car, and that car's gone. The transmission. transmission went out on our two-year-old car. Right. So we just bought a cheaper, older, junkier car. Something's not. Not we did. Cammy did. Something's not not adding up. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> they deal in a lot of old trash. When that Jeep blows a head gasket, I'll buy that offer for three hundred bucks too, and then drive that for the next eight years. <laughs> yeah, it'll be Zoe's car. I'll just keep buying the shit she blows up, and I'll fix Can't for fix. three or four hundred bucks. Yeah. I don't know if we've ever talked about this. So when Jaden was here. Um, I think we have. Somehow we figured out that Cammie was getting rid of. Oh, because she was asking you about fixing it. Uh-huh. She said, if I can't fix it, I'll sell it to you for $300. $300. If I can fix it, I'll sell it to you for 1500 And TJ's like, okay, let right, me know. Just let me know. So like a week later, she's like, yeah, I can't fix it. So it's $300 if you want it. We went out. Picked it up that same day. Picked and like up that day. Hundred dollars later, the shit was running, and it's run ever since. It's been so reliable. I knew it was wrong with it because <laughs> she had told me about some specific things that I was doing beforehand. I knew it was wrong. Well, she said she replaced the head gasket. She said but... her dad did. Oh. And her dad was like, "Not all. I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. I looked at it, but I didn't do that." And then when we went and picked it up and brought it here to the house, he was like, "I wouldn't buy that car." I'm like, "Don't you worry about it." I know what's wrong with it. So we bring it to the garage, and uh, Jaden was here. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I started popping the top end off this thing, and I said, I bet you all the money in the world, this thing has a blown head gasket. So I pop it off. Sure, shit, it's a blown head gasket. They said they replaced it, and they didn't. It was the factory head gasket put back on, and the head was retorqued, but it was still blown. So I bought a head gasket, a radiator, a coolant overflow, and a radiator. All of these things, I think it was 160 bucks for everything, including antifreeze, you know, the coolant. Pop that shit back on, cranked her up, you know, burped the cooling system of air and done. Yep. Been driving that car ever since. This was five years ago. Yeah, 2017. 2017, yeah, almost five years ago. I'd I'd rather that motherfucker work every day. Yeah. Three hundred dollars that car cost me, and one hundred sixty in, in parts that I got off a of Rock Auto. Seriously, it was oh man! And I guarantee every time she comes to my shop and sees that car out front, I'm like, yeah, you're stupid. <laughs> but keep doing that to cars. I bet you you're wrong. But um, 
I am not as smart as I think I am. And that is a downfall of mine that my kids know about because their mother told them that. <laughs> right. So you're not as smart as you think you are. And you're a conspiracy theorist. You're a and I'm a shitty, shitty mom, mom and a whore. Obviously a whore. Right. Got and yet it. we have a pretty stable and wonderful life. Yeah. Good marriage. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if a whore marries a conspiracy theorist then it's a great marriage. Is well, that what I'm understanding? If we'd have had a baby, it'd be Elon Musk. <laughs> I love you. Anyway, so um, our oldest, he drove that car through high school. It survived a teenager yeah. beating the brakes off of it. Yep. He leaves and he's like, because he paid us for that car. Yep. We that charged was part him of the $300 deal. for that car because that's what we paid for it. Paid us for that car. Mm -hmm. He paid for the, the set of tires that's on it right now because yep. it needed it. Because you have to maintain your vehicle. And he had a job. Yep. He paid for the insurance on that car mm -hmm. and he paid for his own fuel. Mm -hmm. He leaves to go to the army and just says, you know what? Just take it back. Well, because he was stationed in Hawaii, yep. so he couldn't, couldn't drive it anywhere. He totally could, but he didn't want to deal with the bullshit. Yeah. I so he's like, you know what? Not for $300 Just car. take it back. It's all yours again. I'm like, I'll pay you for this. You, know, you pay me a yeah you'll we'll buy sell it, it to me mm -hmm. he said don't even worry about it when i come home you'll probably still have it i'll just drive when i come home sometimes i'm pretty sure we sent him the money for it though we did yeah. but not the tires no just he the, the three hundred dollars to buy it back yeah yeah because that's only fair yeah um and we still have it he's been in hawaii for a couple years now he's actually leaving hawaii this winter to yeah. go to UD school in virginia anyway so I'm, I've been driving this thing the whole time. It's like the main car I drive yeah. to work and back Commuter and, car. and whatnot. Yeah, it's still going. Turns out if you put an actual amount of effort and knowledge into something, it... You're not as smart as you think you I'm are. I'm not as smart as I think I am. I also <laughs> didn't pay five grand for that car when I, when I told her not to buy it. <laughs> right. I told her not to buy this car. Um, when she bought it, I'm like, no, don't do it. Oh, that, so you were still a, married. That's an $1,800 car, according to Kelly Blue Book. But I told you later, I was like, you know what? Like, she didn't totally waste that 5000 because we're still, we're still working on it. Still driving it. Anyways, so let's get back to, you know, like Matthew and Izzy and all of that. The differences between the two. So Izzy's like... The main difference is that we noticed. Right. Yeah. Today, not always. Izzy's more nervous. Very nervous. Hesitant about anxious, things. Cautious. Cautious. Yes. And so, like, um, she's now been too lot though. Yeah. Now she has a permit, and she can drive, but she's still like nervous to do it and hesitant. And so it's because she knows how we value our stuff compared to her grandparents or her mother. Right. But. Like today I told her, I'm like, okay, well, I will drive, I will start driving. And then when we get to this place, then you will take over and you'll finish driving. And she was like, okay, because then it's like, she's warming up to it. We mm -hmm. can kind of chit chat on the way. You're there. riding in the car. You're just switching seats at this point. Yeah. Um, and I think like, because I feel like I'm very calm in the car with her. Not like Jaden. Jaden, I oh, was like, that kid, that kid was a, <laughs> an awful person to ride with. But but with Izzy, like, I'm very calm and I speak very matter of fact, but she listens really well. It's because of her being nervous that she listens. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it it just worked out really well. And then, like, every time she does something really well, um, I think it was, like, changing lanes on Eagle Road. And she was like, <sighs> when she got over there, I'm like, you did really good. Yeah, you did fine. And I think That's it's like go. that that encouragement and like reassurance that she did it really well. I think you also have much higher standards and pay attention much more than uh, other people who, that she's driven with. Yeah. So she's more probably anxious about oh, your judgment, right? Not your, you're not going to tell that she fucked it up completely. Pull out the side of the road. Right. She knows that you're paying attention. Yes. And I guess that makes things sense. could, you know, it's, it's a heightened level of anxiety because she knows your expectations, your standards. Yeah, that could be. But, but it's a good thing because she can still manage them and still meet them. Yeah. And she's still, um, you know, a safe driver. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She, she did great. I'd rather she be overly cautious. Yes. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. So listen to this ad and we'll be right back. Okay. We're back. Um, 
we were just talking about like the way that you value things and that's why we have these expectations right like whether it's a forty thousand dollar car or a three hundred dollar car they have value to us we treat them the same yeah we take care of them and we treat them the same and we have the same expectations of whoever's driving them and you will treat all these vehicles the same because they're a they're a tool they're they're an asset yeah and so when izzy drives we want her to drive the honda because um it's called ronda because it's ronda ronda the little red honda but when she drives ronda um or when she drives she only drives ronda because ronda was three hundred dollars and not like the family vehicle the nice vehicle the expensive vehicle not because she we don't think she would respect it the same or even be as good at driving i my brain absolutely tells me they're going to be much more um relaxed in something because honda civic is kind of a smaller car it's a little bit slower it's you know very easy to use (laughs) it's a super usually friendly car um it's very simple like you said she can get used to she can see out of the honda Mm -hmm. better all of that it's It's, it's a feel thing park you start you know with the with the nobody starts a driving career by driving a fucking kenworth or a peterbilt you know right yeah you start with a little tiny car and then you move your way up yeah and uh she knows what we paid for that car i don't think she knows what we paid for yours. she just knows it's really nice and she would respect it more but she would be way more high strung driving it than you would be yeah and we want her to be relaxed and comfortable comfortable and correct and yeah. and just do your thing so you start you know you, you crawl you walk you run yeah she's driven other vehicles before so it's not a big issue and most of them are about that size uh is that honda but she also remembers that honda when her mom had it she knows yeah. that car yeah so there's also like a comfort aspect she knows i don't know the look the smell the feel of the yeah, car where the heater it's is very familiar and all of that. Yeah. yeah and that counts for a lot when you're learning yeah so that's what we put her into yeah it's ronda and honestly if she wrecks it as long care. as she's okay it doesn't yeah. fucking matter yeah exactly it doesn't matter but i think um we built 400 bucks not a kid yeah that's really all i care about that's why i'm Oh, we were talking about um, like valuing their safety and yeah, yeah. and seatbelts. And so like, yeah, Izzy might be wor- more worried about me, but like I'm way different from their mom. Like seatbelts are on before I leave the driveway. Mm-hmm. And they know this. Right. And like you don't unbuckle for anything and we stay in the car and we're not screaming in the car. Like we're just driving. And with Cami, it's like it's Zoe's four years old, chaos. jumping in the back seat, up and down, going down the freeway. And well, I, on FaceTime. I, yeah, I've seen this with my own eyes on FaceTime. Um, or the kids not wearing seatbelts because they have to hold the flowers in the back seat, which in is the car. trunk because it's an in SUV. the cargo space in the in the SUV. Right. You sit in the back holding a pot of flowers. Cause... I mean, so. I, I think that's why Izzy's a little more like you were saying before how like Cammy's more like, Oh, you know, whatever. whatever. And I'm like, you know, be careful and use your signal. And you didn't look over your shoulder. I'm willing to call her out on these things because it's, it's going to make her a better person. Like it's not helicoptering when you're driving a fucking car. Yeah. Because it's your life. It's my life. It's other people's lives. It's your responsibilities to everybody around you. Yeah. Not just the car and, don't worry about wrecking my car. Worry about jumping jump that alive. curb. Or, yeah. And people forget that that's a responsibility when they're driving a car anywhere. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of power in your hands. Mm-hmm. You need to respect it. You need to be humble about it. Yeah. And acknowledge that, yeah, that's your car, but one, one, one mistake. Yeah. Not to get her anxious about it, but because I don't think she needs that. Like more anxiety. No, she doesn't. But just understand that if it's not your fault, it's not your fault. If it is your fault and it was avoidable, let's avoid that. That's what we want to avoid. Yeah. That's the the only thing you can avoid is what you do. Another thing that I have prided myself on is like the first day I dropped Izzy off at her driver's training. um, The lady was like, she did so good. And she said, you know, that she's been practicing and you guys have taught her a lot. Mm -hmm. 
like, yes, she's driven a car with Cammie before us because I prefer to do things legally. Um, but anytime she's in the car with me, like since she started driver's ed, I've been teaching her and quizzing her. What's the speed limit? Like, what's that sign mean? I even quizzed her today because when you turn, if you're going up Eagle road South, I know, sorry, but, and then you turn in and you're not at the light. It's a U-turn option, but it says like must yield to right turn, meaning the people that are turning right out of our sea willy. So I asked Izzy, I go, explain that sign to me as I was driving, of course, but she explained it perfectly. And I was like, excellent. Good job. (laughs) You passed. So she's not as detail oriented as we are. We're also older and more experienced. Mm -hmm. She does pay attention and she knows, I think she knows specifically that we're always watching and and are going to quiz her on this stuff. Yeah. Well, we don't hit curbs and shit. Well, we don't roll our cars to the tune of nine like her grandmother either. Her grandma has wrecked more cars than I've owned legally. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Totaled, mind you. Totaled, yeah. So, driving's a big deal. There's only more people and more cars on the road every day. So, it becomes more imperative to pay attention. Yep. We try to impress this upon them. Um, and the reason we thought of this episode is because... Uh, Matthew has a scooter and a skateboard that he takes everywhere, which is a lot simpler, obviously. But it's also no responsibility. Yeah. Zero. Um, which is a theme for uh, him compared to Izzy, who took the responsibility. Like, she's been with us since the beginning of summer, and she had to do her driver's ed stuff online before she could do her, her physical driving uh, tests and instruction. And even then, she didn't want to do it. She, she was slacked on told it so hard. To do it. Yeah. And then one day, she, she just started hitting it for like a week straight hard and then finished it. And then had her instruction, and then she did that. And now she's just going to drive a car uh, with supervision for a while. But she can get her license fucking January, January. January 27th is when she can do that legally. And her older... You know, her, her stepbrother isn't even going to bother until he's 16 or 18 just because he was lied to about how much it will cost or how hard it is based on knowing that his dad, knowing that he has no car to give him now. Well, and then like Matthew was because he he likes to go to Rhodes. It's downtown Boise. And so he's like, Skateboard. I said, well, what are you going to do if you're going to go to if you want to go to Rhodes and I can't take you and your dad's at work? He's like, well, then I have Josh's sister. I'm like, oh, okay. Like your friend's sister that's in college wants to take you down there. Like, but that's just goes to my point. Like I was trying to encourage him and like show him sufficient self-sustaining. Yeah. Show him the independence he could have. And instead it was just like everything, just excuse, or I'll just ask so-and-so. I'm like, it's all about hitching a ride, not being responsible for it. Yeah. But I did talk with Bobby over the phone, like, Hey, you know, like you do Matthew, I'll do Ryan. And he's like, okay, yeah, that's fair. Like, Even that's better. Right it we is. already have a car for Ryan. Yeah. Ryan could really have his pick of cars at this point, but, but he will also be taught and educated, uh, observed the same way that Jaden and Israel were. Yeah. Yep. So we're at no loss. Our, our, what we do actually, as far as we know, works. Because once they're in their car on their own, it's it really is up to them. But until they get to that point, they know yeah. the standards, the expectations. We're yeah. not paying for your insurance and your fuel. That's if you want to drive, you fucking earn it. Yeah. Well, and I told Izzy, I said, you, you know, because, and don't ask me how this works, but her mom says that she'll give her gas money to get to and from school, but not to go to a friend's house. I'm like, okay, like, how does that make sense? Anyways, I told Izzy like you're, you're driving, you're responsible for gas. I said, if you ever need 20 bucks, just let dad and I know, and we'll figure it out. Like teenagers aren't rich. Yeah. Like we'll give you 20 bucks or we'll say, Hey, you don't have a fucking job yet. What are you going to do to earn this? Give me my fucking money back. Right. 
But I told her, I said, you know, like if we have you pick up Zoe from school one day and then you're or driving her home. Zoe even ran. Like, yeah. I said, that's a point where like dad and I are going to flip you a couple bucks well, because you helped us out. You didn't have to do that. If she does the driving and the pickup and the drop off, I'll pay for that fuel. That's right. my, that's my fuel I owe. Yeah. That's because what I'm that's saying. Because that's something I want accomplished. Right. That's exactly what I was saying. But it's too easy. No, it's your car. You pay for everything. Even if I ask you for a favor, that's a dick move. And only certain people will do that. I know. Yeah. And certain and, people also have their kids do chores and then make them use their chore money to buy the reward for doing their chores. Oh, right. So um, what was it? The kids helped me clean the house all day. And then I took them to Settlers Park for snow cones. But made them buy their own snow cones with the money they just earned. Right. So then the kids tell us that they did the chores, they earned the money, and then they had to buy their own snow cones. <laughs> How sad is that? Not, the reward was the money. So snow sad. cones should have been the, you know, the cherry on top. Ay, ay, ay. Anywho. It's not a slippery slope. I know. You're doing something for me. I'll put the gas in the car. If it has nothing to do with me, you're paying for the gas in the car. I just think that easy that it's, it's weird to me to have a better relationship with Izzy than my own child. I don't find it as weird just looking at it from the outside because I know Matthew's dad. Right. You know, and I know Izzy's mom. Right. They're the same person, two sides of, of the same coin, but one is willing to open her eyes, listen, and learn. Right. The other one wants to be like the person who's telling him he is obviously a constant victim. Right. And it's not his fault. Right. His life sucks. Victim mentality weighs heavily in that household. Yeah, we don't does. do that here. I don't know. I just... We don't make excuses. The relationship that I have with Izzy and like the way that we talk so openly about things like I don't want to say too much just for her no, own you guys have but, a very good relationship and she talks to you way more she talks to me which yeah. as it should but like we talk about tampons and diarrhea and mm -hmm. like does did you sniff your bra does it smell like she didn't know that until I told her so <laughs> she doesn't talk to me about these things not because she's afraid or I'm grossed out because I'm not worried about the gross parts. Yeah. Uh, trust me. Got all kinds of kids. Yeah. Gross shit don't bug us. But when it comes to lady to lady, you genuinely speaking would like to have a lady's input and experience and wisdom yeah. to help guide you. I've never worn a bra. Couldn't tell you about any of that stuff. I, I know what tampons and pads are for, but I've never used them. I don't right. know the, the ins and outs and the concept. I simply know the, the reason. So I think that her relationship with you on that level is probably way more comfortable than it has ever been with her mother. Her mother probably just told her, here's a box of shit, jam it in your thing later. Right. Where I tell her, I'm like, stick your finger up there and feel so you know where it's going. And mm -hmm. because she told then me you like, be shocked. yeah, she told me the first time. Cause I told her before, cause she had just gotten her period. She was going swimming with her grandma. We knew this like to the hot springs or something. So I told her like, here's a tampon. This is how you use it. Like stick your finger up there and feel so you know where it's going before you do it. I was conversation. Just right. so knows. I was informed before and after. Yeah. And that was the point because Izzy doesn't need her dad in the room being like, yeah, you just kind of. Right. <laughs> Show it up there. You know. Um, but anyway, so then Izzy came home and she was like, yeah, I didn't like it. It hurt. I'm like, well, then you didn't do it right if it hurt. So the more we talked about it, comes out that she didn't stick her finger up there to feel she where just, it was supposed to go. So my in. guess is that it wasn't in all the way. That's why she could feel it. So then I told her, I'm like, well, did you stick your finger up there and feel like I told you? And she's like, no, she's like, it just sounds gross. And I'm like, well do it or, or you're going to hurt or it's going to hurt every time. So the next time she did it and then she told me, she's like, oh my gosh, it was so much better. I couldn't even tell it was there. And I'm like, you gotta, <laughs> I'm not stupid. I not, swear. You got to know your own body. Then. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean I'm, I'm not a woman. You guys have a lot more going on than than a guy does. You got to know where things go to do it successfully.
properly and safely and comfortably. Right. But like, you know, my tampons are like the little ones and you have to pop the end out. Well, she couldn't figure it out the other day. So she was kind of taking a while in the bathroom. We were getting ready to go somewhere and, um, oh, it was to drive for the last time. And she gets in the car. I'm like, geez, like took you long enough. And she's like, I couldn't figure it out. And so she told me like, she just took the tampon out of it and then just pushed it up with her finger, which is perfect. And I'm proud of her for doing it because that's exactly what you should do. Like if you can't figure it out, just boop, done. And she got it. Instead of like the little plastic thing and then shoop. Right. I think she didn't know you had to pull it out because the ones I normally buy her are already out. So you just push it in. The Lola's? My Lola's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways. um, She was like, what the fuck is this? Right. Ching. Right. But like I've taught her well and like we have these conversations and she's comfortable with it. And I don't know what conversations she has with her mom. I just know the relationship Figure that I, out. <laughs> I just know the relationship that I have with her and I know that she'll talk to me about blood and pee and if she couldn't figure vaginal it out, discharge remember that time if she I couldn't mean, figure it out she would still just say I need your help she yeah. wouldn't just sit there crying in the bathroom or fucking right cram paper towels in her undies mm-hmm. there'd be a moment where somebody like you knew she was taking too long and you have to go upstairs and she would just be like Will you please help me? And mm-hmm. she'd cry. She would be crying when she did it. And you'd say, okay, where are we at? What are we doing? Like, yeah, what, what do step are we on? Yeah. She likes, she really loves the clinical approach to the feminine, the female body, which is way more helpful than somebody just saying, ah, oh, just read the box and see you later. Let's go fucking hunting. Cause I, I'm pretending I'm a hillbilly. I love my mom and my mom is awesome. But when I first got my period and I was going to use tampons for the first time, she told me if I needed help to ask my dad, Oof. I was like, fuck no. Like I'll wait till you get home. And thank goodness I, I didn't have any trouble with it, but to two man horn, I absolutely could explain this to a young lady yes, and how could. to do this. I could even be in the room and instruct if they wanted to because it's medical and right but I'd, I'd, it doesn't have to be me doing it right and i can explain it calmly and collectively and i can stare at a wall while they're doing their private thing right i can absolutely do all that what i would be not comfortable doing is the actual insertion physical task because that's something that this young lady needs to know herself Right, and you can't feel what you're doing, exactly. so you don't know. And I don't know if you know this, but I have gigantic hands, yeah. oh, and I my know wife it. and daughters are <laughs> fucking tiny. I would be no help with these with these big dumb catcher's mitts, but I can absolutely explain it. Yeah, one hundred percent to a T, and in a calm manner, and, and I not th- be like, "Ew, that's gross," or "Go get your fucking mom." Yeah, figure it out. I think, like, if if I wasn't I'm around, proud of that. I'm just saying. yeah, you should be proud. I think if I wasn't around, like, if I was on a contract or if you were a single father, you could you could do it, and she oh, would go I to totally you. Do it. I but totally I think do it. I think because I'm here and because she can come to me, that's why she does. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I love that more that she's comfortable coming to you than to me. Because you're an extension. Yeah. Like by nature, if she was super worried about it, the only reason she wouldn't come to you is if she fucking hated you. She doesn't hate you. Right. She doesn't even dislike you. Right. But if I was all she had, I honestly would probably pick up on it. I'd be a little more in tune with the young ladies. I I pay attention. I know how they're. But she's like, I don't know how to do this. I'm like, all right. We can do this in in a, a block of instruction. And... I can be in the room and not ever see anything. anything. You're just going to hear my voice and you're going to do your job. And when, when you say, good, we're done. All right, then let's do that every time. Um, and let's move on. Even like, remember it was when we first met, like the first couple of months, but Zoe would get kind of red down there and you yeah, would yeah. put Vaseline right there. And, um, one day for whatever reason I was going to do it. And I was like, Oh my God, like I barely know this girl and I'm doing this. She's but a girl who needs help. Right. Um, and so I did it and it was fine, but it was just um, another one of those things where if I wasn't there, you would do it. But because I was there, I did it. That's all. We no, kind of got squirreled on this. No, no, I, I get it. But those are also the differences that we were talking about. So right. Um, anything that, 
the the 14 year old girl and the 14 year old boy okay we have two different personalities and two different worlds and thought patterns right is what we're attempting to kind of discuss discuss in this particular one but um they are the way they are for almost the exact same reason one drank the kool-aid one spit it out because they saw tasted bad that it was that it was false right right and she's not like against her mom or nothing right she loves her and just as she should nothing like that she just uh sees the truth she sees the truth and she operates accordingly she doesn't she doesn't change her demeanor she doesn't treat anybody differently right she's just a little bit more smarter oh she is smarter now so a little bit more smarter <laughs> hey, i do i do good with books, you're a and, lot smarter. books and stuff you think you're smarter than i'm way really are. <laughs> way way smarter than somebody thinks i'm not as smart as i think i am <laughs> anyway um uh, i don't know conversely like- matthew uh, chose to just go with his dad's way because it's super easy. Yeah, but I could try and talk about like boners and semen with Matthew, and he wouldn't hear me. No, he, he wouldn't. Would be he wouldn't listen to you talking when you said hi. Right. This kid is so disrespectful. It's not even funny. But even like you being a stepdad, you being a guy, you have a penis, you have semen. You having that conversation with him, he would still disregard it because he's so blinded by everything. Well, that his father he would says. disregard it because his dad probably already told him something that he took as gospel. Right. He would never ask me for something that is like kind of private, kind of medical advice because the kid was on Pornhub three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. He's pretty sure that's how stuff works. And uh, that's how things are going to go for him. Well, and for the record, like, we, I went to the school counselor because she and I had previously talked about him. Um, they called in the male SR, not SRO. What was he? Oh, the, he was like the eighth grade male counselor male or something counselor. like that because he's a guy. And like, so he does a lot of this stuff with the middle this school kid boys. Was all up on the porn thing for years. Like, so bad sneaking his phone, going in the bathroom all night. at night. Yeah, at 12 years old, 13 years old. No. In his bed, yeah, 12, in the bathroom. 13. You fucking name it. Right. And like lying and The phone that we hiding. didn't want him to have. Right. Um, and so it was just like this whole to-do. Well, his dad basically like goes in there. And, I don't see the big deal about porn. Right. Of course you don't. Because he needs it to fucking, get hard. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm not hot with, fucking my, dirt bag. with my flabby belly five weeks after giving birth. Um, so... I, I mean, after that point, I had a conversation with the counselors and I told them like, his dad doesn't see a problem with this, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, don't this worry is going to continue. Like, yeah. We'll, we'll do what we can here. And basically like you're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah. So here we are. These days was dad. I assume they watch porn together and, uh, Ryan goes to bed. Poor boy. Well, he prefers it here for a reason. It's probably because we don't do anything but expect him to be a nine-year-old right and that's another thing that's important to mention is like ryan asked me just a couple days ago for more times than i can the, count the millionth time um like why matthew gets to decide where he lives but ryan can't decide where he lives because ryan wants to live here with us all the time yeah he, he just said, he can't tell his dad that because his dad would he said i love my dad i just want to live here yep. he wants to see him sometimes yeah but but not every weekend apparently not two days a week and yeah. just because he's jammed i guarantee he's jammed in a room and by himself yeah do you have any closing thoughts about the two 14 year olds the reason we thought of this episode is because now the contrasts between the two are extra they're complete polar opposites night and day um and it didn't go the way we really thought it was going to go we thought it was going to be a little more even in mm-hmm. what they preferred or what they did or how they act or right. mannerisms, you name it. We, uh, it was, it's kind of new. That's what made me think of it because of what we've encountered in the past, just the past like three weeks. Yeah. So the world is a changing. They're changing with it. And we're pretty surprised by a few things. But 
we'll keep giving it a go. And hopefully, um, we can at least maintain some level of sanity between all of them. Yeah. So it's not to say that like I've given up on Matthew or anything, but I've come to terms with the fact that he's probably not coming home, even though his like his mattress is still here and all of that. Well, we 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 keep it because we're not total quitters. We just right. understand that where he's at is where he's happiest, and that's who he's going to be. Yeah. Um. But if that house ever burns down, the kids need going to need a place to stay, and I mean. What if what if dad dies heart attack? Right. You know, just your sudden emergency shit. We're we're planning for that. We we're always ready for that because he's still a kid. And I do reiterate to him, like, this is your home. You are welcome here anytime. He like, doesn't believe that. Yeah, he doesn't because he's, he's ne- been told He's never otherwise. thought of this as his home. Right. He never did. But I told him, you know, like you can come because he was asking me, like, if he could come hang out with Gabe. I'm like, you can come and hang out anytime. Just let me know. <laughs> But he's up totally making skate videos and breaking his scooter and shit and yeah. being a degenerate. Anyways, I do agree with you though. Like I thought it would be a little bit more even, but really it's like I honestly Izzy thought is, they would even out by now. Yeah, Izzy's a hundred percent me and us and Matthew's a hundred percent anything that has to do with us. He he wants nothing to do with this except one thing. You know what it is? Money. The food. Oh, yeah. Everything else, he fucking hates. Yeah, because when he was over here the other day just for lunch, he had, like, leftover tuna casserole and stayed for dinner. and Yeah, he ate a lot. It's like he's homeless, but by choice. (laughs) Yeah. That's right, though. So we're going to keep working on it. Um, A lot of this stuff is new to us. So as it is to a lot of people, especially some of you guys out there, um, there is no right answer. There's no wrong answer. Stay consistent and just keep being you. We're adapting by the we day do. to the outside uh, influences. Yeah, but like we just try and stay consistent. Like we keep doing text what we always consistently do. Yep, yep. And like I love you. And do you want to come over for dinner? Like keep trying. And same messaging, same rules. The reason he's not here is because we haven't changed our rules. Right, and we won't change them. Not gonna. Kid. Sorry. One out of six ain't bad. Yeah. If we have to chalk it up to a parenting fail, honestly, that's 100% of a win. Okay, real quick, because we only have a couple minutes left, but I just thought of this, and it's an excellent point. So, like, previously we've had Izzy keep her cell phone down here. It stays in the in the phone basket, and, like, or that's right to, how right, it goes. Yeah, right up there on the, right. next to the key basket. We have a certain spot where it goes. But recently I told TJ, I'm like, she's going to be driving soon. Like, Jaden had his phone... At this point, we like, gave her a phone full time. Right. So now she can have her phone all of the time, but she has to make sure she's not on it all day and still interact with the family, all of this. Not sit in a room and, and fucking stare at a phone all day. Right. And so. Um, Was it today or yesterday? We figured out, you know what? You're she, fucking abusing this. Yeah, two or three days ago. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was fine for a little while. Well, then the other day, she was on it for like two hours in the morning, which is not what we usually do. So I told her, I'm like, give me your phone. You know, you've been on it too long. And so she handed me her phone and then I text TJ and I was like, how do we want to navigate this? And, you know, we figured it out. Like tell her you set a timer, you monitor your time or we will go back to the way it was before. Yep, That's it. And now like she's been trying harder and she recognized what she did was wrong and I don't know. She's a learning creature. That's she is perfect. a learning creature. Yeah. That's going to work out in her favor. There's the difference. And I also told her, I'm like, thank you for not giving me shit when I asked you for your phone. What because, you going to do is say no. Right. Because, you know, that's, I, I told her, like, that's only going to help you in the long run. Well, we're all still in the process. We're all still learning, including all of them. Yeah. Um. Next week, we're going to do something a little bit uh, different. Oh, are we? And <laughs> it's not just going to be us complaining about <laughs> stuff. Um, anyway, uh, we're going to be more consistent, and we want to do more um, content for you guys that is not just negative and, and focusing on what we fail at. We're going to go with uh, an episode where we found some wins. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
Okay. Just in the past 30 days. That's going to happen. We'll see you next week. Have fun. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Wicked Stepmom Podcast. As always, you can find me on Facebook under Jenna Garcia and Instagram as wickedstepmom.6. If you do want to friend me on social media, please let me know that you're a fan of the podcast. Otherwise, you will be denied. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to see covered, or if you just want to reach out and say hi, you can email me at wickedstepmom.6 at gmail.com. And if you love the podcast, please give us a five-star review. It really helps other people to find us and um, share our wealth of knowledge with everyone around us. Thanks for listening.